Hey there, Starshine. Happy you are here because we are going to be talking about black versus white magic. Have you ever heard this term before? Ironically, it got brought up in my house by my husband probably a couple of weeks ago. And then we ended up in a very weird situation over the weekend. And I'm going to get more into that with you because you should really know. And by addressing what black versus white magic is, it's really going to help us when we are coming out of the closet with our spirituality to other people and they are like, oh my gosh, are you a devil worshiper? Oh my gosh, that is going against God when you do psychic and mediumship and all that other kinds of stuff, okay? Because they don't understand what we know. And in this podcast, I'm going to make sure that you know everything. So you are very knowledgeable and you have everything that you need in order to basically fight off the haters and also, just in case, not get involved with, quote, black magic. Are you ready? Let's just dive into it right now because Hopefully, I'm not confusing you. By the end of this podcast, you are going to be able to understand what black magic is, what white magic is, all of that jazz, and the reason why that mediumship and psychic stuff is not devil's work. Okay, we're going to get into it now. So, I am honestly a great person to be talking to you about this because in case you don't know, I grew up with a sorcerer. So when I was a teenager, my stepdad answered my life and I did spells with him and he was a sorcerer and he was going to raise my sister, Wiccan. I'm not sure if he ever did or not. If you did not listen to that podcast with some of the details, I will link it in the show notes. However, during that time, I did not realize it, but we were doing black magic. And so that means that we were sacrificing animals. Not all black magic do sacrifice animals. And I didn't specifically, but my stepfather did. And we were using potions and spells and all these crazy things with all these crazy ingredients. And it was not of, quote, love and light. All right. So I'm really happy that I had that experience because I understand what it's like to be working with black magic. And now if you were to label it, I guess you could say I do quote white magic, but not really. So first off, magic is neither black nor white. There is really no such thing as black magic versus white magic. It's all about what you do with it just like money. Money is not good nor evil. It is just a resource. It doesn't have any power except for the power that you give it. And a lot of people do a lot of bad things with money. And there's a lot of people who do a lot of good things with money. So you can go ahead and hire someone to kill someone else. You can use money to get away with scams to, you know, create more fear in the world. There's so many bad things that you can do with money. However, there are many, many good things that you can do with money. You can help people out. You can donate money. You can donate to charities. You can use money to go ahead and make people feel better by giving them food, by offering a service. You can do so many good things with money. And the exact same thing is true with magic. So magic can be good or it can be bad. Now, You might ask, like, how in the world do you know if you're practicing good magic or black magic, (laughs) good or bad, right? And it's going to be the same thing with when you spend money. Are you spending money with a good purpose? Are you spending money with a bad purpose? Are you using your money to do evil in the world? 
Have you been paying someone some shady stuff with your money? <laughs> Probably not. I'm going to guess not. If you listen to this podcast, I doubt that you're doing that. You usually are giving your money away to, you know, buy food for yourself, to go ahead and buy clothing for yourself, to pay for your rent so that you have a place to stay. It's none of it is bad. Your intention is good. Your intention is to pay for my bills so that I am not on the streets and so my kids have food and my kids have water, that kind of stuff. And it also is about 100% your intention. 1000% intention is everything. So you might hear someone say, Oh, well, how do you know that you're not connecting to the devil? How do you not know that's evil? It's like OMG WTF. Okay. When they go to bed at night and they are praying to God, how do they know that they're really truly praying to God? How is it that they're not praying to something else? Because it's about their intention, right? They're intending. So it's almost like taking a phone call, like, Making a phone call and being like, hey, I'm intending on calling whoever it is, your bestie, your teacher, your doctor, right? So the same exact thing applies. And why this applies, just in case you're kind of like, okay, wait, I don't understand the reason why intention is everything. I don't understand why if I just set my intention out there pretty strongly, then all of a sudden my intention is going to be granted. It is because this realm that we are in, this dimension that we are in is for the living. It was created for us. So basically, whatever we say goes. Does that make sense to you? Because whatever we say goes because this is our realm. It is not anyone else's realm. So it's not any kind of ghost or, you know, any other kind of entities. No, whatever we say go. Besides, of course, if you want to say God's will, which is above all ours, you know, that kind of thing. But remember, we have free will here. Hopefully I'm not muddying it up at all. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is because me and my husband went into a metaphysical store. I've been in this metaphysical store once before, but this time, man, the energy was not feeling so good. And I remember thinking to myself the last time I went into the store that I would never go back there. But I was like, oh, Heather, you know, were you just being a little prissy? Were you this and that? You should go in again. And, you know, my husband's never been there before, so I'm going to do it. But as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, my gosh, shield myself, shield myself, shield myself. I got to shield my energy because I don't want to be feeling anything that's in that store and now I was feeling all of a sudden like a little bit of anxiety coming on but I knew it wasn't me I knew it was from a lot of the items in the store and come to find out a lot of the items were used so whether or not you can feel it a lot of times used items are going to hold the energy of the person that it used to be belonged to now it depends on how often they wore it it also depends on where they stored it about how dense the energy is and then the more dense it is and the stronger the energy is, then the more you're apt to feel it. But now this man has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of items in the store that are used. In fact, he said that everything that he had in the store is used. So that's another reason why that I was able to feel it so strongly. And also because I'm extremely sensitive is another reason why I was able to feel this. However, I was like, man, I do not have a good feeling about this store at all. But I wanted to see why. Well, guess what? It did not take me long to realize the reasons why. 
all over the store there were upside down pentagrams which that's supposed to symbolize the devil and then you have all these devil pictures paintings and even outside of the building the two tarot cards that they chose to paint on their windows are the death card and also the three of swords. So if you don't know the three of swords in the tarot, it is with a heart with three swords piercing through it. It's honestly one of the saddest ones that I've seen because I'm like, oh my gosh, no, that means like heartbreak or sadness is coming. And I'm like, wow, this is really crazy. However, you still don't want to judge as much, right? And that's when he was talking about a ghost hunt that's happening. And me and my husband, as you know, love ghost hunts. However, he said that they are going to take a tuning fork to your third eye and they're going to lower your vibration. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh my God. Now, in case you haven't been following me, in case you haven't heard me talk about this, one of the greatest ways in order to tune in to your intuition to your psychic abilities, to your mediumship, which is talking to others on the other side. And if you want to hear them clearly, then you need to raise your vibration up. You need to be a clearer channel because your past loved ones, spirit guides, angels are all operating on a very, very high frequency, okay? Here on earth, it's very dense and they are operating at a lower density. So in order to hear them better, in order to connect better, you have to raise your vibration up. And what they're going to try and do is lower the vibration a little bit so they can connect to you. So now when this man says, we're going to lower your vibration, all of a sudden it hit me. So he needs people to lower their vibration so that they can be on the same wavelength as whatever kind of entity is living in his basement. Because sometimes when people are vibrating too high, they're not able to connect things on a lower level. Personally, I thought this was genius. If you want people to have an experience, like a paranormal, scary experience with a darker energy, of course you should raise a vibration down. Because if you're too high, you won't be able to connect to them. Because you're way too high. Just like with many of us too, our past loved ones and spirit guides are operating too high. So that's why when we're grieving, when we're sad that our past loved ones have left us and transitioned to the other side and we're mourning their death, we are operating on a lower level. But when we raise our vibration up, right, and you can do that many different ways, you know, by dancing, by being joyous, by being happy. Remember, every single emotion is a vibration and grief is one of the saddest, one of the lowest However, happiness and gratefulness is one of the highest vibrating emotions. So when we're more grateful and we're more happy and we're trying to be more positive and appreciative, we're raising our vibration up. And when we move our body, we're also physically creating that higher frequency. So now with lowering it, we are able to better connect with lower frequencies. I thought this was genius. And then at the end, he even said too, that they use Palo Santo before you leave to try and cleanse your energy too, just in case, you know, the entity that's living in his basement is going to attach to you and things like that. And Palo Santo is Hollywood. It's kind of like sage and it can cleanse your energy, which I thought was like, wow, well, thank you very much for trying to make sure that nothing follows me home and to make sure that my energy is clean and I am not keeping any energy 
with me as I move out of this building and out of the basement. However, the fact that you're even going to do that is kind of crazy, but I do respect it because I know that he is trying to get people to have an experience and maybe this is going to help them have that experience. And honestly, 100%, I really think it would. It totally would. And now when I'm trying to look back on the reasons why that I can't really connect with Earthbounds, the duh, it makes total sense, right? Because I am operating on such a higher level. And that is another clear-cut way that you can tell like, what you are connecting to is where your vibration is. Are you one that is, you know, very depressed and lonely? And are you reaching out to, you know, lower vibrational entities? Probably not. You're trying to reach higher. You're trying to talk to your angels and your spirit guides, your past loved ones, which is a higher vibration. And I think it's amazing that he is cleansing everyone and trying to take that effective measure when they leave with the Palisanto. But the truth is, I don't trust it. I don't trust it at all. And it's really funny because my husband did buy some things there. And immediately, as soon as we left the store, I had to cleanse it. I had to cleanse it. And I thought it was really freaking crazy that night when we went to bed. I heard at first three knocks on our bedroom door. My husband's like, oh, they weren't really knocks. I'm like, dude, I've been living here for how long? And I never heard those before. And then about an hour or so later, there was two knocks at the door. I literally thought that my son came home and was knocking, but I checked my phone and he hadn't texted me. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to get up and look in the empty hallway. It's probably going to freak me out or something. And then I'm going to have to like bless the house at three o'clock in the morning. I'm just going to go back to bed and nothing else happened. Nothing else has happened since. But I was like, what are the odds that I go there? And then all of a sudden this is happening, right? Don't worry. Don't worry. You can go to metaphysical stores. Nothing is going to follow you home and things like that. Or making sure that you just shield your energy when you go in and out. I am creating this podcast not to scare you, but to educate you, to help you. It is all good in Hakuna Matata. If you have any, any issues, you can always reach out to me. However, I just have to let you know, like, hey, there are good and there are bad things. So now I told my husband, I said, you can go to that ghost hunt if you want. I am not going, but I can tell you that the odds of you having something happen there is pretty high because I have a feeling that they're going to be using like the Ouija board and the Ouija board is not evil. Remember, it depends on what you're doing with the intentions. And I bet you, I bet you a million dollars. They're not going to use any kind of, you know, spiritual protection when they do the board. They're not going to be doing anything about cleansing themselves, you know, before making sure they're only connecting with things of love and light. So I'm like, I'm not taking the chance because I know for me, I'm way too sensitive and I have such a bright light and I don't want that. I don't want anything following me home. I don't want anything, you know, messing with my mind or whatever, making me sad and depressed. And don't worry, it's not going to um, happen to you. But I just want you to be aware that this kind of stuff does exist. So sometimes when people are saying, oh, how do you know? And are you connecting with the devil? No, you're not. Because your intention is above you. Your intention is to connect to the higher source energy. And the more clear channel you are, so you're eating high vibrating foods, foods that are alive, like your fruits and vegetables and things like that. Those are foods that are alive. When you're eating a lot of processed foods, when you're eating a lot of meat, those are all dead things. They are not living anymore. And that can sometimes muddy up and make you not as connected to higher source. I don't want you really worrying too much about if you're connecting to the bad things or not, but just go ahead and look around your 
metaphysical stores that are near you and see if you can actually see it. Be like, oh my gosh, yes, I can see that they're probably not operating in love and light or they totally are. So if you have ever been to the mind's eye, which is where I used to work, you will know and like, wow, when you walk in, the energy is much lighter than other metaphysical stores. It is much lighter, is much happier. People behind the counter are all talking in abundance. So here's what you're going to look for just in case you are like, oh my gosh, I don't know if this person is operating and love and light and you know the higher source of it's a lower source all right so here are some things to look at do they talk in abundance are they thinking more positive as in you know there's always enough to go around you know what i mean i can be generous you know there's always love and light are they you know feeling good and happy about their life or are they talking smack are they saying that business is bad and they are just you know money is tight are they trying to upsell you you know those kinds of things because that's coming from a lack mindset are they talking about spells and curses not every freaking spell is going to be bad okay but when they're talking about curses and oh my gosh you have to pay more money for me to release this curse that is going to be total bs okay they are working probably with the lower vibrations and then also, if they are bringing anything up to you, either in a reading or just randomly, that is bad and for no reason, that is a freaking red flag. So this means, oh, they tell you that something bad is going to happen or the dream that you had um, is going to happen even though it was bad. And they might be telling you that to get more money out of you, maybe just to scare you, to make sure that you come back. However, if you're operating in love and light, the only time that I've ever had them say something bad is either A, you can actually do something about it. B, to show you that you are truly connected and you can actually hear and see them, all right? Or C is actually going to be just giving you a heads up to letting you know, hey, we know this is going to happen, all right? There is nothing you can do about it. Don't have any guilt surrounding this. It is okay. We are with you. We love you, all right? We just wanted to let you know that we are on top of the situation. And even though you want things to be different, it's God's will. So hopefully that makes a lot of sense. Hope this opened up your mind a little bit and hopefully made you feel a lot better about it, okay? So like me, every day before I do readings, I am always connecting to source energy. I do this before my readings so you don't know this. And then after my readings, I thank them and I close myself off right? Because I'm always operating in that higher frequency. And hopefully you are too. And I know you are actually. So if you want any tips and tricks on how to raise your vibration up, I will go ahead and put some links in the show notes, some extra resources. And if you need anything at all, then you can re always reach out to me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com. I will talk to you soon. Bye.